fucking slog episode. We're recording. That's the first thing we heard. Oh, good. Well, let's hear an intro, shall we? Let's not do the fucking night gallery or the breaking windows one. No, it looks pretty loud. Should I do a... I'll do a... this one. Submitted for your approval. Bikini Bottom. Teeming with life and many strange tales. The story you're about to see happened on one very weird and unusual day. When the town crossed over into the Tidal Zone. A most cordial welcome to this nocturnal arcade, featuring canvases that are sometimes a bit on the peculiar side, sometimes uncommon, sometimes a few frescoes and freakish. Tonight's first selection, a painting suggesting solitude, or at least solemnity. As viewed during the midnight hour, it tells a tale of two young people caught inexorably in a recurring nightmare. Did you hear that? Yes, it did. With a finale on the jolting side, our painting with the somewhat familiar face is called Midnight Never Ends. And oh, this is the night gallery. Now I get it even more. Hello, citizens! Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 360! Night Gallery 207A, Midnight Never Ends, Phoenix West, Dick Dick it over there, shaking his head in disbelief. Yeah, this one was, again, another fucking... <sighs> Are you fucking wrestling. kidding me? Debuted on November 3rd, 1971. Uh, it is the A-side of my least favorite episode, maybe our least favorite episode, Brenda. I saw that, I was like, oh no! Where the 19-year-old girl plays an 11-year-old girl in love with uh, a fucking creature. A rock creature. A, a, a creature. I don't know what else to say. So terrible. So terrible. It's unwatch. I will never, ever watch that again. Yeah. And I'm so sorry, Adam, for making you watch that. Yeah. <laughs> that one, I think that was when he turned against us all. He's like, I'm never watching the show again. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I made Adam face reality a few times because he was excited and I let him pick. An, uh, this is when we were just doing Tales from the Crypt. Yes. And I go, and was... you know what? Stop bitching. You pick an episode of a show. And he goes, yeah. So he picked Tales from the Dark Side. I go, you realize how bad that show is, right? And he goes, no, no, I love it. I let him pick a random episode. I, I did have some parameters on what he could pick. I go, right. season one. Name a number, and it was like one of those sort of things. I'm like, I want to be a random episode, and I could prove you wrong. And he watches it, and he goes, oh, fuck, you're right. This, ep- this show sucks. <laughs> it was <laughs> so miserable. <laughs> so I think, and I also talked to him out of Night Gallery. Oh, I didn't change uh, today's episode name. It still says The House. <laughs> oh, God, no. Allow me to change that, if you will. Allow me to uh, fix this now. Midnight never ends okay so i will take lead on this one um did i label this wrong because i seem like in my labels it was the third part i'm on our 
Yes, this okay. one was. Yeah, it was a different number. Well, I, I did it off what whoever I downloaded it right uh, yeah. legally downloaded it from had it listed, yeah. and yeah, I was wrong on that one. Um, he does say the midnight hour in the intro, and I still wasn't as pissed as I was during an episode of Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour. Yes, yeah, nothing gets you that upset, much like a Lee Marvin episode, especially toward the end there. It was starting to get really, really rough. Yeah, it, part of the problem with this episode for me is, it's a full-length episode, but I was like, this is almost well done. But it's this not. This episode, it's just, it was just boring again. It's just, it takes forever to get to its point. And you're just like, okay, I don't care. I, I just, I don't even care anymore. It's just like, eh, I, I don't care what's about anymore. I'm done. I titled this episode. Uh, there's an episode of uh, the Twilight Zone called Five Characters in Search of an Exit. I call this Four Characters in Search of an Accent. It seems like they're all doing a different thing. Yes. Let me fast forward a bit. <laughs> oh, God. Wait till the cop shows up. Okay, here we go. Oh, I, I don't know where we are, but... Let me see your driver's license. I don't have one. Car registration? Not that I know of. We've been here before. You know this, man! Doesn't it feel like that he wants to go Southern but can't? She wants to go British but can't? I did like the fact that he goes, you guys are a bunch of hippies. Yeah. What are you guys smoking, huh? Yeah, you hippies. God damn it. Well, let's describe Who's the plot. Your... She's what? driving down a studio and, you know, she's sitting in, in neutral or she's not, she, it's in park and they have nothing and they're like flashlights. And then she sees a guy with a sign that says, uh, Camp Pendleton. Right. And I was like, military man dressed up in a military outfit. And I had a weird flashback because I was thinking like two episodes ago. That's Peddington. Pendleton, Peddington. Too close for me in one night. It was too close for comfort and I didn't know who was who. Right. And it kind of made me mad. Uh, I, he, She picks him. She drives him in reverse, picks him up. And he's like, oh, thank you. And he starts to ask a thousand questions. She answers none of them. Right. And then he well, goes, I'm oh, sorry. Well, no, it's just the whole thing is, it's like, uh, I've met you before. I know you, right? And she says, yes, you're, your name is this. Like, she knows his name before he says it. Other she way around. Knows her name. Well, yeah. It, it's, he knows they, her they, name. Something's off. How like, do you know, know my name? Yeah. It's this weird and that's when I was like, oh, is this going to be, when I first started, I was like, oh, no, is this going to be one of those, No. Hey, we're in a different world. And I was thinking that what exactly happens in the fucking show. I was like, oh, these are going to be characters in a book or something, isn't it? And it's writer's blog. I was like, oh, no, am I right? I was like, oh, God, I'm right. Well, once they're in that bar and they start going like this. Yeah. I pictured the, the hand grabbing the dolls, and I'm like, it is just five characters in search of an exit. Right. God damn, they're lazy. Or the R.L. Stein yeah. thing we watched in a... Yes! That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said the, the mythology. Stein... <laughs> Where little girl gets eaten. Oh my God, that episode was amazing. That was fantastic. That one was like, we were hating it until the last five minutes, and then it... it no, five seconds. The last five seconds is what made all the difference in the world. 
we hated it. And then it was like, oh my god, that was dark. <laughs> like oh, R.L. Yeah. Stein wrote Holy this fucking shit. thing. God damn. Did I ever show you the R.L. Stein shoes from Goosebumps? No. <laughs> what? I have so many questions, but I'll show you. It's Kawhi Leonard doing R.L. Stein shoes from Goosebumps. What? I, okay, so a couple things. I love Kawhi Leonard, who's in the NBA. He's uh, He was with San Antonio, then he went to Toronto, won a championship. He won a championship from San Antonio first, but then right. he went to the L.A. Clippers. You probably heard of him. He's called the the uh, the crab. He's got giant fucking hands. Yes. But anyway, I follow R.L. Stein on Facebook because I'm obsessed <laughs> with the man. Why not? Because I I'm like I, I loved him as a kid because I have all the goosebump stuff and I have a bunch of shit of his. Sure. But yeah. There you go. Then I saw him share. Thank you, Kawhi Leonard, for the shoes. They're amazing. And he's holding them. And I go. And I went down this rabbit hole. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? These are the shoes. Oh, my God. I want them so bad. How much are these shoes? Like $2,000? They're 130 or something, but look at this. Oh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No, but like, here's the post I saw. Okay. Can I see the whole post or no? Okay. So Kawhi Leonard here on the left and his shoes to the they say Kawhi in Goosebumps font in front of his Goosebumps shoes. Wow. Holy and I shit. could not figure out the, it's like some weird like you found out that your friend that you knew in your last job is friends with like I don't know Ted Raimi. And he, yeah. he's like average and you're like how are you how? It's like such a weird cross of like Kawhi Leonard and Goosebumps, and somehow both of those fit into my lexicon of stuff I love. And how did wow. that happen is beyond me. That's so bizarre. But anyway, so the man, wow. he keep R.L. Stein keeps posting about his shoe. Here it is. Okay, here's the post I saw originally. And I posted to him a couple things. I go, R.L. I was like, okay, so those shoes are amazing. How do we get a pair? That was my first one. My second one was, look at this. You have to look at the picture. Is that is that a came with the frame family behind you? Because look at that. Came with the frame. That's a came with the frame family. It came with the frame. But he has That's like all funny. these like. Uh, look at this, Brandon wouldn't die. Crab monsters. He is like he's clearly an MST, and I'm like, there's three levels here. Oh my god. Wow. And my brain just broke watching this whole thing. That's why I, I... Jesus Christ. I saved every conversation, and I saved all the pictures, and I'm like, I have to make sense of this, but I can't. This is my attempt right now. Wow. Because... Why is... My favorite... Not my favorite... Yeah, my favorite childhood author, R.L. Stein. I will admit to that. I'm a huge... And still am a huge Goosebumps fan. Made a shoe... Okay. By an NBA player I love, who's awkward as fuck, just like Earl Stein is. Both awkward as shit. Like, you listen to their interviews, they are so awkward and it's delightful. And then there's, like, MST3K posters behind it and Came of the Frame Family, which I've been obsessed with for 20-some years. <laughs> I have Came of the Frame Family pictures around my house. Oh, my God. We just put them up. I'm like, no, good enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> just it amuses me. In there? Nope. It is so, it's so many levels in one that I don't know how to handle it. That was wacky. Okay, where the fuck were we? Midnight never ends. Okay, they're driving. Uh, and driving, he goes, and she knows. 
his name. No, he knows her name. Uh, he goes, she says his name, though, doesn't no. she? I thought she says his name. He's clued on. He's the, he's like the, the genesis of this thing. She says, I know that song you're humming. I heard it before. And he goes, I just made it up. Isn't that weird? What, that I can write it? I'm a soldier. What's the big deal? And he can't name why he's in the... He right. goes, she goes, I'm going to make it famous once I'm out of this. And she goes, out of what? And he goes, I don't know. That's why I was like, oh, there's actually like subtext here. It's not just right. Jack Laird surface level bullshit. Right. Visiting? Okay, so I'll skip forward. I knew it would be you picking me up, Ruth. So you said her name. Yeah, I know. But she says his name as well. I think. No, then she goes. He goes. You know my name too. And she goes. Yes. Vincent. She says it. Yeah. How did you know my name was Ruth? That's what I've been telling you. It's like I've lived all of this before. I don't know who he is, but the opening credits were sure excited about him. Featuring yeah. long hair, Mc military men. I don't. Featuring 70s heartthrob that everyone forgot by 74. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, I'm looking up who he is right now. What's the name of his episode? Midnight Never Ends. Okay. So Midnight he's, is, it, is that Joe? No. He's Vincent, right? So he is. She said Vincent, yes. Robert Lyons. Robert F. Lyons. He's in Platoon Leader, Superstrata, Avenging Angel. There you go. Death Wish 2. He plays Fred McKenzie in Death Wish 2. Okay, so he's the bad guy in Death Wish 2. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure of it. You know my name, That's too. why you know my name, too. <gasps> what? Vincent. Vincent. Does she not remind you of the girl from the first Hot Shots movie? Oh, no. We're not even close. Uh, Olivia Galario, or whatever her name was, Valeria... The fucking Italian woman? No, no. The white lady who does the... She does a diving board thing onto him. Oh, you mean Hot Shots Part 2? Okay, Hot, Hot Shots Part 2. I thought she was... Yeah, uh, a little bit. A little bit. She was in. She was also in Under Siege 2. Brenda Br Backey. Yeah, she was in She was in uh, Under Siege 2. So she is the, the mole lady. This lady. She reminds me of her. Oh, okay. Stop screen share. Share over to this one. She reminds me of her a little bit. Yeah, she, she was also in uh, Under Siege 2, like I said, and a few other things, and she just disappeared. I've never seen her anything ever again. Sorry, are you talking the, about Dark Territory? Yes, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Who does she play in that movie? She's the girl that gets thrown out of the train because the, they... They need her for her passcode. Yeah, she's in and five she's, seconds of that fucking movie. She's in this, yeah, she's not in it for very long. Yeah, she's no Catherine fucking Heigl, okay? Or Casey Who's fucking Ryback. Casey fucking Ryback. That's why I said Catherine fucking Heigl. Yeah, that's very good. You got it. Okay. I, I get it. I get what she's doing. Oh uh, no, I got it. That's a movie Frank and I we were in love with it. Hey, also 1995, by the way. That's right. Holy shit. So's Money Train. Man, oh Money Train's not very good. I love Money Train, though. Really? Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. That's bad, yeah. I won't disagree. Money Plane, not a sequel. <laughs> I want to... Just I want FYI. To rob, I want you to rob the Money Plane. 
I'm the fucking, I'm yeah, the fucking guy, baddest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. The Grouch. What's his fucking name? Uh, uh, yeah, Darius. <laughs> yeah, Darius Van- Vandermeer, the Grouch, the <laughs> yeah, Some like stupid. It's really oh my terrible. god, Fraser just yelling out the f word. <laughs> just it amuses is, me to no oh end. God, it's so terrible. Oh my god. Wow. And then you have a, a wrestler <laughs> fighting people in the worst Ed Wood set ever. Oh man. Just terrible. All three Lawrence brothers, though. Congratulations. And one of them apparently was a caveman. Because <laughs> what the fuck is... He's a director, too. Ugh. Okay, so... Um, he, she picks him up. They know each other. And he, the rest of the conversation in the drive is, you're supposed to ask me where I want to get coffee. I'm going to say up here, right? And she's like, right. okay. They, they pick up... They go there, and they knock on the door, and the guy finally answers. And he's, I felt like the guy from... Um, for dust till dawn that works at the hotel. What the hell do you want? The fuck do you think I want, oh man? I want a fucking room. <laughs> you old bastard, I want a room. Yeah. You mean old bastard. Yeah, you mean Wait, old bastard. You mean old bastard. I want a fucking room. Oh, okay. The man immediately oh, folds. Oh, that's so great. That's why I that's say it's my favorite Tarantino script. It's pretty good, yeah. I forgot it's... about that part. The movie is oh my god. Okay, so that's a movie I definitely have like two or two stars above what you have. Finesse Dawn. Uh I'd probably give it a solid eight. I give it a nine. Okay. So one. Yeah, I'm saying eight. We're close. We're it was close my nine. favorite movie for a long time. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun movie. I really appreciate and it. That was my favorite movie for a while, and then Fight Club took it over. Right. And then Shawshank took over. Yeah. And Ghostbusters before that. For right. fifteen, twenty years. <laughs> however yes. long. I guess 12 years, because that was 12 when Finosta Dawn came out. Yeah. Okay, so, um, they drive to the diner, they go in there, and he's like, don't you see the clock? You see what time it is? The clock's gone. And then he turns around again. Don't you see what... He says the exact same line, so much I had to rewind and go, what the fuck did I miss? Did my DVD skip? No, yeah, I remember I did the same thing. Because I was... Did my DVD... Oh, it's right here. My DVD's vanished. Uh, but I was watching this, and I'm like, I rewound, and I'm like, he said the same line like, twice. I'm not crazy, right? And then he says it again. And next time it says like 10 to 12. And he's like, all right, you're going to have a cup of coffee and then get the fuck out of here. Right. They wanted to do the curmudgeon old man because they kept talking you about hippie how... Sky, you yeah, fucking they hippies. kept talking about how fat and old he was. But it was like some right. middle-aged, you know, relatively thin man, honestly. Right. Maybe for 1970 he was fat because everyone was real thin then. Right, yeah. But... It, <laughs> she looks like the vampire. She's and very she's nice on like the Fright eyes, Night. A little bit. Is it her? Who who plays I this don't... lady anyway? No, in Fright Night is uh, it's the it's uh, the girl from uh, Married with Children. I'm looking her up. Where the fuck I know this lady from? It's driving me crazy. It's probably gonna be something you don't even realize you know her from. She was born in 1938 in New York City. Died in 1990 in New York City at age 60. Way too Wait, what? Way too when young. was that? She's from the Tales from the Dark Side movie. She's the witch. She's in two episodes. Uh, no, she plays Kate Collins. She play, oh. She's in two episodes of Tales of the Unexpected from 84 to 85. Wow. Bloody Birthday. That's where I know her from. Oh, okay. Wow. You know what her character name in that is? Ruth. 
Miss Viola Davis. Oh my god. Yep. Wow. Yep. That'll fuck you up if you don't if <laughs> wow. You're right. She's in three That's episodes crazy. of Night Gallery. Uh, we've not seen either one of the other ones. Wow. She was in the Sixth Sense show, which is technically an addition onto Night Gallery. They added mm. episodes of the Sixth Sense onto Night Gallery to complete it. Really? Interesting. Yeah, Night Gallery fucking sucks. Therefore, you throw in that show and blah, blah, blah. Wow. She was in General Electric Theater, which I think we've done. She's in Goodyear Playhouse, which we've definitely done. Oh, my God. Craft Theater, which we've done. On, she's basically, sorry, this is all LIW Anthology Series review, but she's yeah, in she's, Armchair Theater. Westing, wow. Westinghouse De- Desilu Playhouse, which we've done. Oh, my God. We know this lady like crazy, just not any of her episodes. Yeah. We, just, yeah. we keep surrounding her. Now we're finally pinpointed her. Well, that's the thing. You go deep enough into these... Uh, anthology uh, shows. Anthology shows, you're going to see the same actors pop it's up. It's crazy, it's though, like right? like watching the BBC. You'll see the same actors constantly. Or wow, Can- Canadian hilarious. shows, which is an even smaller market than BBC. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's why you see Ryan Reynolds and Ryan uh, Gosling and shit yeah. as a kid, or Drake. Oh, I had to, I had to break the news to my wife the other day that we're like scrolling through HBO, and I go, it was like, blah, 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 and I get to, what the fuck is it called? Why am I blinking right now when I know the name of it? The Canadian show with Drake. Drake and Josh? No. That, that's uh, not actually uh, Drake. Um, no, uh, um, 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 Degrassi. Degrassi. It's Degrassi the Next Generation. Right. And it stops, and I go, that's where I know Drake from, by the way. She's like, oh, my God, that is him. And I was like, oh, you had no idea. Oh, you live in a sweet little world I wish I would be a part of. Because Degrassi was on. And like I said, I watched BBC, which had Canadian TV shows as well, because it was wow. satellited through Canada when I was a kid. So you get a nice mixture of Canada and BBC. Jesus. And, and that was one of them. And I was always like, oh, fuck this show, Degrassi. Wow. I never liked it. And but that was the original show. Huh. And yeah, you got a bunch of weird that and like Red Green, the Red Green show and, and a bunch of those Canadian shows that were terrible. Oh yeah. But then you get Kids in the Hall. Yes. And that was before Comedy Central picked them up. And really? you get okay. Kids in the Hall and HBO picked them up too. You get Kids in the wow. Hall and you got, you know, Mr. Bean. It was a great show. A great great block of television, but yeah, Degrassi, the next generation, where Drake was in a wheelchair, I believe, if memory serves me. Did he get shot at one point and was in a wheelchair? Drake? Yeah, am I remembering that correctly, or was that someone else? I don't know. I, I, I never watched Degrassi or anything with Drake involved. Degrassi, Drake, wheelchair. Oh, my God, that was him. Okay, so I'm pulling it up right now. Was it a show, or was it real? No, it was in Degrassi. Uh, so, oh, Degrassi. Okay. in Degrassi, he gets shot, and he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, I never saw that. So they yeah. put the one character, who's black, got shot in Canada. In a wheelchair. And was in a wheelchair. There you go. Try, try figuring that one out. Good job, Canada. Oh, blame Canada. <laughs> Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, here it is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. That, oh, my God. Jeez. It just went really far back Christ. there in my memory. Because uh, I, I hated that show, but I still, like, 
it's stuck there somewhere, you know, in the ether. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Before alcohol took over. And I was like, I think Drake got shot. Okay, so Robert the Diner. I this is why I actually like the episode. They start to go into the to the diner guy. Uh, you're not going to boot us out. You know, oh, hold on. And he says, I, oh, I've been doing this for, since I was moved from. Oh, where did I come from? Uh, oh, no. Where he has no idea. Yeah. He's like, I remember dragging that guy behind my car in my, in the, with that noose. And he was like, uh, uh, white? Fuck, what was, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And then it was like, talk to the cop. No, okay. You know what this reminded me of when they were starting doing that? It was Vanilla Sky. And so I was yes, starting to say, "Hey, I, I, who are you talking yeah. about, Vanilla Sky? What character?" Oh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt fucking Russell. Thank you. Exactly. With, with the whole, uh, do, what's your kids' names? Or where, where are you from? Where, what's, your, what's your father's name? What's your parents' names? And you he know? goes, "I know my kids' oh, names. How dare I'm, you ask? It's a. Uh, I'm real. I'm real. Yeah. It's. No, I'm real. I'm real. <laughs> His little That's speech hilarious. there. Yeah. Take some more. Kurt Russell's in more movies that I love than I realize. Yeah. And uh, he's in my top ten for a reason. Fucking Kurt Russell. I was just watching before our show, I was watching the uh, end of Gardens of the Galaxy 2. Right. Which I like more than the first one simply because Kurt Russell's in it. Kurt Russell's amazing. He's the boy with the red tennis shoes, the original. Before Kurt Cameron did it. And the computer. Yeah. The whole series of Disney. Look up Kurt Russell, early Disney shit in the 60s. The man was Disney's bitch when he was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, and now he's Tarantino. Well, he's only been in, what, the last two Tarantino movies? Because it was Death Proof and then Once My Time in Hollywood? No, he's in um, Hateful he Eight. One? Hateful Eight. Oh, that's right. I forgot, yeah, I forgot about this. He's, he's the main the role. Th- he's been in the last three. Wow. And he gets killed Walter. three quarters Walt, of the way through. Yeah, Walton Goggins is the star of Hateful Eight, I would say. He's the secret star. He's the secret star. I was and he's to... good. Well, and I love Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins uh, is better Goggins. than Kurt Russell is in that movie. Yes, but, but he has more to do. That's yeah, why. He had yeah. a bigger arc. Yeah. Yeah, Walton Goggins is fucking awesome. Love that guy. Yeah, I love Walton Goggins. Did you watch that Mel Gibson Santa Claus movie that he did? No, I'm a human being. <laughs> what do you mean you're a human being? Nobody saw that. Oh, come on. It was hilarious. It actually was pretty good. Did you watch the Kurt Russell Santa Claus movies he did? <laughs> no, I'm a human. Okay, so yeah, those are great. <laughs> I ne- never saw one. either one. <laughs> but Kurt Russell no, I... is in Santa Claus movies, and the fact that I can pull that up is sad. That's true. No, well, Netflix. They, they yeah, were, Netflix. The number one, the number one Christmas movies in Netflix history was that movie. Yeah, it's, it's called something. Uh, yeah, it's called something. I don't know what it is. The sexy Santa. No. You know, when I was a kid, I no. used to get him. I used to get Kurt Russell and um, Patrick Swayze confused. Ooh, really? Yeah, when I was like really young. Right. Yeah, but those two, in my mind, just no idea. Right. And also, Jeff Bridges a little bit. At the same time, really? they're, they're all doing kind of similar roles. And similar, really? Yeah. You, you got her? Yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. 
Yeah. Well, Jeff Bridges is doing, does Disney, Disney movies. I don't know. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. And then weirdly, as an adult, it's not Jeff Bridges at the top of that heap there. It's Kurt Russell. Yeah. I love Kurt Russell's voice. I think that's mostly why I love the man. He has the yeah. best voice. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's not my favorite movie of the three. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Big Lebowski clearly tops all. But Kurt Russell. Of course. We have a whole show about Kurt Russell and John Carpenter movies. I'm going to start Yes, we do. Anyway, okay, so. Holy shit, we're all over the place. Um, it's all right. That's why people come and watch this show. It's another community theater episode, just like the Marmalade Wine was. Yes. Where it's in this blank void. Let me fast forward, because I want to show the set of this place. Okay, here we go. Here's this uh, a side shot of the set. And I'm sitting here watching, going, I thought the point was, it's a whole set, eventually it gets diminished, 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 diminished to nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where the guy's like, why don't you sit over there? And there's no side of the bar. Right. He's like, I, I could have sworn there were... Yeah, All right, well, so so what do you got? Why don't you pull up a chair? Oh, the chair's gone. I thought it was going to be like that, like, really, like, ugh, where the guy's, like, really focusing, the writer is really focusing on this specific. Right. But I, as far as I tell that, as far as I could tell, that doesn't really happen. I don't think. Well, no, I think what happens is he gets shot, right? He gets shot and Cause, he stops writing and he tears the page. Then you realize what's going on. It cuts to the hard cut of him tearing out a page and crumbling up the paper and throwing it away. And that's when you get to the, oh, he's, it's a story. He's this writer's writing. They live in his world and he's trying to figure out what to do and he can't figure it out. And for some reason they do the eye of the beholder reveal on the wife. When you could yes. tell by the voice, she's been talking nonstop the whole episode. Who it is? Why yeah. are they revealing that? Yeah. And yeah. there's no like, dun, dun, dun. but it's like they clearly were hiding her face, right? For no reason. Why does he have an old timey cash register like they're doing a western? <clears throat> well, that's the charm. It's this. It's his his imagination is going wild, and he remembers the the old the old uh, soda fountain yeah. grocer who had the old antique. But it's you know, like it's clearly a western in. set that they put neon lights on. Right, yeah, you're not wrong. But then they go inside and it looks like this at the beginning and you think it's just moody lighting cuz they're closing. But turns out that's an actual plot point. Right, yes. And that's why I give this a little more credit than um, most night gallery. That's fine. You can do that. Cuz it actually works for the plot and you're like I didn't think anything of it at the time. And then all of a sudden I realized there's no studio overhead lighting. It's all neon lit. And I start to realize these little details are suddenly missing, like the, the, the roof, the lights. There's one light hanging. Right. And I'm like, all right. So I, di I didn't guess the ending specifically. I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was going to be the little kid picks them up in their toys. Like, which right, we've seen. Yeah. But I thought, that's where I thought it was going. Yeah. Uh. And the, the sheriff walks in, and they start talking with him, and he, he's really gun-trigger. He, he's gun-happy. He's trigger-happy. Mm. Yeah. Because he walks in and grabs his gun, like, oh, okay. All right. And they start doing the hippy-dippy talk, which is, you didn't exist till we thought of you to come here. Right. And oh. then it turns into um, a free-for-all. 
But, okay, so here's the shot I'm talking about, where it's just literally just the light. You see nothing yeah. else. And I was realizing, okay, so there's no roof. So that's why I'm picturing. They keep, they keep saying, like, what's that noise? It was supposed to be the typewriter, I guess, which I'd, I had it on low volume because my kid was sleeping. Mm. So I didn't realize that. Um, what the fuck? Um, anyway, um, so the roof picks up. I, I just got a weird message there out of nowhere from someone. Saying that oh. I blocked them on Instagram. Like, I didn't block you. Whatever. Um, why are you blocking me, man? I just sent it to you. I, why are you blocking me on Instagram? No, weird. No, um, but then it just keeps going and uh, the sheriff. Okay, so question. In the early yes. scenes before they get out and go to the cafe, he goes, why do you have a gun to the lady? And she he puts it in right. his pocket and he's like, I'll save this for later in case we need it. And right. he keeps saying, like, there's something we're supposed to be writing here, like, writing the wrong. But is that, like, a double entendre? Not double entendre, but, like, double meaning of writing, well, literally writing. Because the, at the end, the wife is talking to the writer. And he says, she says, uh, maybe she killed her husband yes. because she was bored he, or whatever. She didn't, he didn't and spend enough time with her. Left her alone too many nights. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's why so I say. Was... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, was that – I thought they were going to go in that direction and she was going to kill him because she was a dis, uh, disenchanted housewife to a famous writer. So she snapped and was going to kill him, and that was going to be the episode. But, no, it just kind of went nowhere at that point. Like, there wasn't much left to this episode after this point. It, Yeah, because what else would it be? But they kept it simple, which I appreciate. Yes. You're laughing, but I, I actually feel like yeah. they kept it simple. It is stupid. Don't get me wrong. It right. felt like Stephen King wrote this. Not yes. not the stupid part, but the 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 writing style. It felt like right. it reminded me of the, the dark half. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Very like, much so. yes, yeah, very much so. And this was before the dark half was written, actually. So, oh, there you but it but it kind of reminded me of that where it was and. I, I have so many thoughts in my head. I'm trying to say them all at once. Okay, so let's continue with the storyline itself. He says there's a gun. I have it. And he pulls it out in front of the sheriff. But the weird thing is with the with the way it was shot was you don't see his gun until afterward. Because he has his gun. And he's looking at the guy, the sheriff. And he's like, I have to. And the woman's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And he's like. I have to try something else. Like, how else do we get right. out of this thing? Right. And it works. That part is why I like this episode. It actually works very well for what the actual plot turns out to be. Mm. It's the writer going, fuck, I don't know. He, sh- he pulls his gun out and the sheriff shoots him. I don't know. We haven't tried that yet. Fuck, that didn't work either. All right, he throws in the trash. That part I like. I think as a writer, you should like that part because it actually works for this. Oh, sure. Yeah. But the problem is the wife is introduced and in, in a weird secret that she's his wife. I, it, that doesn't work at all. It kind of reminded me of the, reminded me of the episode, the Twilight Zone 2002, the Dream Lover one with Shannon Elizabeth. Remember that? We did it a couple weeks ago. Yes, the one with the guy from Heroes. And Yeah, and he's the he's she, he thinks she she's was fake the, yeah. and he's writing her, but it turns out she wrote him into existence. It, right. Kind of like yes, that, yes. but not actually not as stupid. This actually makes yeah. more sense. It was just the writer going, 
here's what can we try this instead but the problem is the writer okay as a writer dick we've both written books we've both written stuff yes you would not write the entire book and then get to that scene you're stuck on right no you would not personally Mm -hmm. i have everything planned out beforehand right but you would never write Especially the entire book and then get there and then be yeah. like, oh, fuck. You, you would write that scene. That particular scene isn't working. Why isn't it working? Then you examine well, usually, it. The, the ending is already established in your head. You know where you're going with it. So that's kind of the point. And the, so he just didn't know how to end his story, I guess. That was his problem. No. He couldn't. It's not even the ending. It's like. The first the middle act. or something, he's trying to figure it all out. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Because imagine that reading this as a as a reader, they're driving. He asks her a couple questions. Ignore all the all the meta stuff. He's right. he's asking her where she's from. She says nothing. They arrive at a diner. He yes. she has a gun. He takes it. They go inside. They 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 find a way in, and it's before midnight. Just a few minutes. They get coffee. The sheriff shows up. Right. They talk about being hippie. It, nothing fucking happened. This is Act One shit. The beginning of Act yeah. One. He's stuck at the beginning of Act One and already ignoring his wife. He needs to sit down and and, and think about what his plot could possibly be. Right. Because at this point, it's not a plot. Bloop. <laughs> Let's skip. There we go. This guy. He has nothing. He doesn't even have an outline. No, he's just writing on, he's just writing on random pages on his typewriter because he's cute. He's a seventies screenwriter. He's seventies Ben Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Driving through San Bernardino with Ben Murphy. It's riding with death. Riding with death. One of the one of my favorite uh, MST3K episodes. Riding with death. That is a good one. It's great. Ha, ha. We're done, right? Yeah, we're done. I don't want to keep going. Uh, so let's just it's end just it. It's no point. It's no point anymore. It, it ends, and he's he his wife threatens him. Let me go back. Oh, sorry. Then they meet up yeah. again, and they do this whole fucking thing over. And then Brenda starts. You watching porn? No, it's an ad for uh, Apple TV. I don't even know why I didn't even touch that. Question. He got shot here at the end, right? And the sheriff's standing over him, and they hear, like, the... Right, yeah, yeah. Clack, 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 clack. I like this. It's a cool shot. That's all I can say, and I, I I, feel like I have to take shame in that, but I don't. It's a cool-looking shot. It is. No, it's fine. It's good to it, find the, the diamonds and the roughs here. And I'm looking like, what is the pull away going to reveal? What is? I didn't know what how it was going to end. And I was like, how right. is... Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm looking... It's a little kid reaching down. Here we go. We got to go boop. Right. It's a little girl dancing past them. Oh, we're fading the white. Why are we fading the white? Is this is a dream. That's the white page. And I was like, no! You could hear my heart rate go. <gasps> you motherfucker. You. F- oh, fuck you. That music. What an odd music. And then I was mad again. Ugh. And then it was just the ending, and Jesus I don't Christ. know. I, I, uh... Uh, yeah, it sucked. 
Uh, honestly, I'll give it a six. I'm going to give it a five. I gave Brenda a two. Ooh, so no. We're done with episode 207, by the way. It's this Burn and it. this. Put it in the pile. But it's this and Brenda. So I yeah, give a six, I give a two, but Brenda is so heavy. I'll change this to a three and wow. call it a day. Holy shit. That's just that was that's night and day that score. You just went you went really far out there with that score. I added you a almost, star. Yeah, you If you I took an average, it. it would be a four. You almost liked it for a minute, and then you said, fuck you, and you let it fry. I like I like Midnight Never Ends. It's fine. It's. It, I actually thought it was decent for Night Gallery. Yes. The problem is Brenda is the worst fucking episode of this entire fucking series for me. I fucking hate it, and I can't overstate that. I hate that episode. Therefore, right. I'll give the entire episode overall an extra star and give okay. the whole episode a three. Okay, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll see I your three. I hate Brenda. Dude, hold on. Soak in the, in the memory that is Brenda. I, I hate Brenda. That was awful. Ad, I feel bad because Adam had to watch Brenda. Yes, that was rough. That was a bad, bad movie. Oh my god, that was such a bad movie. It's terrible. Terrible movie. Terrible. <sighs> so, <sighs> I gave it. Yeah, we're we're no fuck this. We're done. So we're done. next time, okay. So a couple things, because there's really two things I have to go over. Yes. Um, and this is just next week shit. So okay. on on the 28th of this month on Saturday. Tales from the Crypt, 310, Morning Mess. Wow, okay. Looking forward to that. We have not done a Twilight or Tales from the Crypt not episode, I should say, time, in a long man. time. Long time. Since the Tim Curry one. Yes. Uh, and then we have B-Movie Battle, 65, Night... Uh, sorry, Nick Cage cast 643, Bringing Out the Dead, versus Running with the Devil, 2019. All right. You, I, you know, no, fuck you. You specifically said, yes, we should combine them. So I, I changed, made a bunch of changes, had That's the edit, fine. had the edit posters for a while. And I made the you change. Had a, yes. You had a nice little reason for combining them. You were very right. It's 20 years apart. Yeah. It's fun. And our next time that we do B movie battle, Nick Cage cast is the exact same thing. Eight millimeter 99 versus bad Lieutenant 2009. 10 okay. year gap, two movies similar where he's, uh, investigating shit on, dr- I don't know, but. Yes, so we're doing those on Saturday. Next time we're on LAW, the Twilight Zone Review, as, as uh, May 31st, 2022, episode 361. Dick, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be happy with this, the three episodes that we're doing. Oh. TZ85, 201B, Saucer of Loneliness. Oh, my God. 362's TZ85, 102B, Dreams for Sale. It's only nine oh. minutes. Oh, good. That's nice to know. And then we're doing for episode 363, 2002's 131, The Monsters Are on Maple Street. Okay, We're yes. finally doing the remake. Finally doing that one, okay. All I've right, never all seen right. it, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I'm curious to see what differences they made. If they are going, you know, beyond that one, that awful, awful fucking thing. Um, well, I thought you watched this one already. 
No, I, I didn't see the end. I saw pieces of it. Okay, good. I didn't watch the whole thing. I remember telling you in that time when you said you watched this episode, do not tell me shit. Right, yes. You told I, me, I just, you already yeah. slipped out the fact that it's like about Arabs or something. In yes, the Middle East. And I'm like, like stop, stop talking. Right. You have a history of ruining things. I do. I've made You're loosey-goosey with, with spoilers. I'm very tight in it. Like, I don't want to know shit. Right. Okay, so... Three different episodes, two different series. None of them, this shit. Yeah, Night Gallery, continue to bore me. Thank you. Unfortunately, the week after that is two Night Gallery episodes. But the point no! is, let's move on. After that, it's a question of fear, and I'll never leave you ever. But then, no Night Gallery for two weeks. All right. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Barely paying attention, dick ticket. So long, citizens. Bye. Bye. Click, clack, clack, clack. Click, clack, clack, clack. Click, clack. I don't know I'm doing Terminator 2 because I watched it today. Yeah, I was going to say it's just Terminator 2. I watched Terminator 2 today for the first time since we were in film school, probably. Wow, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's in my top 100, but it's like number 100. HBO Max? Yeah. And I was looking through, I'm like, that's where Dick said he watched Salvation. Nope. 2000, <laughs> 2? I have a four-year-old, I have a six-month baby, and I have her, the grandma here. Right. Yep. We <laughs> turned it on. Like, it's an inoffensive movie with just mindless action. It's fun. Yeah. It's a yeah. great movie. I'll watch that. Because I was watching, like, you know, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, or, like, Rick and Morty. I'm like, can't do this, right. well, they're here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, here's a movie with Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh, I watched uh, Eraser. I rewatched Eraser the other day. Not a good movie. Is that the movie where they have night vision and they introduce it like it's a crazy idea? No, it was. Um, uh, a, I used to think it was it was a rail gun, but the way they describe it was it's a new technology where it's an EMP gun. And it's like, well, wait a minute, uh, electromagnetic pulse isn't a bullet. It, it's like there's no casing. It's just like a pure ball of energy. But it was like that's not what an EMP is. An EMP just takes out the power. It's a. It's a not a. It's not a. It's not going to blow you away. It was just very stupid. And there's a lot of plot holes in that movie. Question, and and scientific uh, rhetoric, if you will. Please. An EMP is needs to be. Uh, it, it sets up such a burst of, like, anti-electricity, basically. Yes. That it needs a power source. Right. So if they have a gun that shoots it out, the gun is actually the more impressive weapon than, right. than the EMP, than the bullet itself. It's because bullet, that holds so much energy that it shot right. this EMP, which fueled itself right. to knock out the electricity. But the thing was, it doesn't do that in the movie. It's literally a... Because literally, Darth Vader gets two of them. He goes, dur, dur. <laughs> he's like, he's shooting off these guns. Like, bullet of EMP after bullet of EMP. And it's blowing guys away. Like, just ripping out their chest. They're exploding from the inside out. Because it's like pure, like, and they go flying backwards. It's not good. I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Yes, watch it tomorrow. It's on HBO Max, right? Yes, it's on HBO Max. I saw I that you know two to three times. Yeah, well, we watched it. I think it's on its way out. I think it's leaving HBO Max, so you better hurry up. 
I don't know if it's leaving at the end of the month or this week because it said leaving soon. I think it's one of those movies. I will but check again, it out. I've seen it a couple times, maybe a few times. No, it's that and Daylight are similar to me. Where Daylight's it's like pretty bad. Both yeah. movies were like the bottom. People were like, "Oh, those two yeah, they're, guys, they're, crazy. Oh, they're done." Yeah, yeah. Daylight's yeah, worse yeah. than Eraser is. Doesn't Eraser have a Vivica yeah. Fox or something? Uh, Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams. Okay, I haven't seen that in yeah, so she's long. She's so hot. She's so Who's hot. in Daylight? I don't even know. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't her. No. Well, Vanessa Williams, okay. Interesting. Vanessa Williams, and when she's in her prime, she looked good. And she's been she in, good. She's been in TV shows that are reality-based yeah, since then. Yeah, yeah. They're like makeup ads. Yep. I haven't seen her. No. Okay. So I think she divorced Rick Fox and made a bunch of money doing that. Rick Flair? Rick Fox. No, I know. The, the Lakers. Lakers player. I wish Rick Flair. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Divorce. Oh. I love you, baby. Oh. <laughs> How do I scream out a gunshot sound? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Rick Fox is just sexy as fuck. Like, uh, you oh, divorced. That's fine. Very, very handsome man. I had a white girl in my face. <laughs> we're still recording, by the way. This That's is still recording. the podcast. That's fine. Oh, God, we're only at 49 minutes. I didn't realize we were that. I thought we talked for like an hour and a half. Oh, we've been 40... talking for three hours complete. Totally. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. So uh, All right. bye-bye, podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.